And hey guys, welcome back to Deeper Than Most. I'm your host, DJ. And I'm your host, Sav. Ooh, so what do we got today? So today is um not a numbered episode. Today is a short stuff bonus. Ooh, wow. We haven't done a short stuff bonus episode in a while, guys. Um, but here we are (laughs) once again here we are once again and what makes it so fun is it's an fnc yes fnc part 21 and fnc short stuff that's crazy yeah we've done an fnc short stuff episode before and i don't remember what case it was i don't either but i think that whenever we do our fnc in audio exclusive format it's usually because we either don't have a lot of information on the case, so it's not enough information to do a full-length right. episode with. Right. Um, but in today's case in particular, this one is Massachusetts. We're in Massachusetts today. Ah, we're in New England. Right. Nice. And if you know, you know who Lizzie Andrew Borden is. And... The reason why this one's a short stuff episode, because honestly, the Lizzie Borden case doesn't have a lot of information, but also it's super well known. Like everybody knows the Lizzie Borden case. With this one, we don't really have a dose of the most, but we do have some exciting news for our Cosmonites. So pretty soon, you guys should definitely be on the lookout. We have a very special episode coming for you guys, and it's a true crime episode. So just be on the lookout. I'm super excited to get into that. Me too. This is oh, going to be yeah. really good. The story definitely needs to be heard. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a lot of questions, and this episode is going to be really re- unique. Yeah. So That's for sure. we're excited about this, and we hope you guys will be too. Hell yeah. So let's jump into this and get into the background about Lizzie Borden. Mm-hmm. Because if you don't know who Lizzie Borden is... You gonna know after this episode. Right. <laughs> Lizzie was born on July 19th, 1860. 1860. That sounds so long ago when I hear shit like this. It do, but honestly, that shit was not really... But then I'm just thinking like, wow, there were humans like living their life around this time. And it was like a new year for them. Yeah. Like 1861 for the roll around. Exactly. We lit. I wonder how you they know? did celebrate like New Year's and shit like I don't know. back yeah. then. I wonder if all of the same holidays that we celebrate today well obviously not all of them but if most of the staple like holidays that we celebrate today were celebrated back then i mean i think most of them are because a lot of them have origin backgrounds and like how they were originally celebrated i don't know it is a pretty interesting question i don't know but i do know like a lot of the holidays that we do have are i don't know it's it's weird so, like, I don't know. It would be cool to look into to see if they were... Around during around. this time, yeah. specifically. So, her death was in 1927 on June 1st. I'm not going to lie. That sounds like a long and eventful life. You went into the next century. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. That's interesting. Well, I guess people... Well, I guess we kind of did too, right? Being born in the 1900s and then... Living in the 20th century, yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> so well, actually, we live in the 21st century. The century, the way centuries oh, work well, is super. The way centuries work <laughs> is weird. So, like, I thought it was like 1800s. So, no, no, no. Century. So, 1800s is the 19th century, and then the 1900s is the 20th century. Why? Why is it off? I don't know why it's that's like that. So annoying. Yeah, I don't know why it's like that, but that's how it is. It's super crazy. Damn. And also, I apologize, guys, if I sound super nasally. My allergies have been kicking my ass, and I don't know why. I really have no clue. So Lizzie lived with her father and her stepmother. She also lived with her older sister named Emma. And Lizzie was the daughter of a businessman. Her father did business. Mm -hmm. And as you guys know, we don't know what business is. So he was just doing business, (laughs) whatever that entails. Lizzie and her sister Emma were both typically at odds like with the parents over family finances which is real odd because like yeah. in the black community and a lot of other communities you stay out of you don't, you don't talk about you don't talk about that exactly but lizzie wasn't in the black community so. right and this was like 1800 yeah so you can't really fault them for this like i'm sure that times were completely oh, different back then different. but the fact that like your kids are bringing like family finances to your attention that's how you know it's a problem yeah so her father married for the second time in 1865 to their current stepmom at the time Mm -hmm. and this marriage happened only three years after lizzie's mother had passed away oh wow I, I can't necessarily judge anybody's timeline. Everybody mm. moves different. Right. Um, time doesn't even matter because this shit's an illusion. Yeah, it's not so, even linear for real. Yeah, so three years, a lot of people would say, wow, that's super quick. But some people would say, that's a reasonable amount of time. Right, right. Others would say, yeah, that's... that's Kind of know. fast. Exactly. But, but others would say, no, I think that's like more than enough time. Right. Because you do hear people remarrying. Right. Because a lot can happen in just one year. Yeah, exactly. And then you add three. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. yeah. Um, so me personally, I don't really think that's too soon. Mm. I, I don't think that it's like that I think, long. I think it's I a decent amount of time, soon. though. Yeah. Like he had years to grieve, yeah. but also he has to live his life. Right. So that's how I feel about that. (laughs) Lizzie was very popular and engaged in charitable work in her town. And her father was pretty much the opposite of this. And he was super duper rich. Um, But he kind of just was more egotistical about his finances as opposed to charitable like his daughter Lizzie was. So Lizzie was definitely seen as a good member of the community. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, very well known, very well liked. Mm So, everybody loved Lizzie. And there's no reason to question anything that Lizzie does because Lizzie does nothing but good in the community. Mm -hmm. We're going to get into the story. It was a smug Thursday morning on August 4th, 1892. During early hours, Mr. Borden left the family home to conduct some business. But in doing so, Mr. B was leaving behind his wife, Bridget Sullivan, who was the family's Irish maid, and Lizzie. So, at the house was... The wife, which is Lizzie and Emma's stepmother, Mm -hmm. Bridget Sullivan, who once again is the Irish maid of the family. So Mm -hmm. I don't know if she lived in the home or if she was just working. It was just there working. Yeah. Um, And then Lizzie herself. So only three people in the house. So 
Emma is nowhere to be found at this point in time. Or maybe they knew where she was, but as far as we know, (laughs) Emma's nowhere to be found. It's just three people. Right. So once Mr. Borden returned home from his business work, he decided to take a nap on the couch. Approximately 11.15 a.m., according to Lizzie, Lizzie found her father dead, and he had been repeatedly struck in the head with a sharp object. For one, he returned home from work pretty early. Yeah, that's he early as hell. He, he ain't even had enough time to, to like work, do to no work. Yeah. I don't know. What was so you doing? Business, yeah. Well, actually, or did they not have full work days back then? I mean, this was 1860. I don't think they were true. working nine that to five. True. That is true. That is true. Because the nine to five thing. Actually, didn't this come, was 1892, but still. That shit didn't come around until like. Say the 1900s. Around, yeah, around the 1900s. The industrial and area. Industrial revolution era. and shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the industrial revolution, all that extra shit. So, but he had to get up super early, so I'm thinking he probably I got up. how early, though. Like, what if he only woke up at 8 o'clock? Right. <laughs> That's like three hours of work. Exactly. And the fact that Lizzie was the one to find him dead definitely raises an eyebrow. Because, right. of course... You're always going to look at the person that found right. the victim. Like, like huh. You found How them, did huh? you find them? Right. Yeah, exactly. But it's not too crazy. I mean, he was on the couch in the living room. Right. Or, I guess, a living room. I don't know what they had back then. Right. Because they didn't have TV. So, like, well, I mean, was it called a living room? Or was I it just a family be... room, a sitting room? Be a day room, I guess. I don't... That makes sense. Yeah. A day room, yeah. So, upstairs, her stepmother was found dead even more in a in a worse condition than her father was right so as if there was this definitely was a crime of passion had to be um there was clearly anger and just pent up emotion right um because her father for one was clearly repeatedly struck in the head with a sharp object Mm -hmm. and we all know what that sharp object was right um but the fact that her mother was in a completely different room, a completely different part of the house. And even there. more bludgeoned than her father was. Right. That is just weird to me as well because right. it's like, okay, your father brutally was attacked, right. obviously. But even more so, your stepmother. God. Why? Yeah. The person who, like, just came into your life right after your mother passed exactly. away. Well, not right after. But for some people, that would be right after. Right. In the grand it's in a it's life, in a very close yeah. time frame. In the grand scheme of life, like three years, hell yeah, that's right, right after. Right. Examiners were able to determine that the stepmother was killed about an hour before Mr. Borden. So she was already dead when he came home. Right. It had to be. Right, yeah. Because there's no way Lizzie's just going to get away with that while he's downstairs asleep. Not or, at all. <laughs> you know, like, or walking through sense. the door. Yeah. And... Also, one thing that has stuck out to me so far is, where was the maid during all of this? Where was the maid? Also, the maid survived this um, attack. And obviously, Lizzie did. Right. So, if this was an outside attack or just somebody plotting against Mr. B, for example, wouldn't they go for everybody in the house and not just these two right there's clearly other people in the They're house definitely yeah. or they would have killed everybody in the house and waited for Mr. Why B would to get you leave... home and then get him. right because why would you leave two people just alive first exactly. of all and like you didn't even bother to 
check for other people. Like, yeah. Or they didn't bother to, like, they didn't hear anything, yeah. see anything. So, Lizzie was pretty young. Right. So, I'm sure she's wandering around the house doing whatever. Right. And the maid is obviously all around the house. She's a maid. She's, exactly. She's cleaning. Because my thing is, if somebody is, like, literally beating someone in the head or, like, whatever, whatever, That's and there are other people in the house, you will definitely hear that. And then, yeah. not only hear it, but, like, you have to worry about the blood splatter and, like, right. cleaning up. Oh, and, like, it was a all graphic crime Exactly. Scene. So. Oh, how the fuck? Yeah, I don't know. It doesn't but make sense. Know. The math ain't mathing, okay? This shit ain't adding up. It's not. So, guys, that's the tip of the story, but we're going to take some time to thank our sponsors, and we will see you soon. So, it was found that Lizzie tried to buy Prusik acid, which is poisonous to humans, if you don't know. I've never heard of Prusik acid. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Is man. it like rat poison? No, no that's not rat poison. That uh, Rat poison is arsenic. How, how do you, you find shit? Like, yeah. Because people just be no buying, telling. like, certain shit like that. I'm yeah, like, how? No did... so the day she tried to buy this Prusik acid was literally a day prior to the slaying. That's fucking crazy. A day. That is crazy. Because, like... And if that don't scream guilty... Because, like, what do you... Why are you buying that? For? What are you buying that for? It's poisonous to humans, clearly. So, what do you need the acid for? Mm. A day and before you t- that they... Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so she allegedly burned a dress in the stove to cover her tracks after the murders. And this is all alleged, you know. We right. don't we don't truly know. Don't even know where this came from. Maybe right. the maid said it. Right. Cuz what other witness do you have? Later, Sullivan, the maid, was also suspected of committing the crime. The day the murders occurred, she reportedly left the house carrying an unexamined parcel. Hmm. And what the fuck was in there? I don't know what does. But also, like... All I'm saying is... Even if it's a parcel, like... There was clearly no body in it because the bodies were in the house. Right. So what... What what was in there? Yeah, like, what else is there to be suspicious about? I mean, unless it's the murder weapon. All I'm saying, bruh. Shit ain't adding up. It's not. (laughs) At all. (laughs) (laughs) So, examiners at the scene never officially recovered a weapon... However, an axe was found in the basement. And we all know how the story goes. Mm. Lizzie Borden took an axe and gave her mother 40 wax. And when she saw what she had done, she gave her father 41. 41. And damn. Because it's like, if I fuck up her shit, I gotta fuck him up too because he done already seen everything that But what if he didn't see? But even if he didn't see? He literally came home and just just laid on the couch. If if the wife was upstairs, he probably, and say the living room was downstairs or the day room. For sure, yeah. He probably just didn't even bother to go upstairs. He kept his shoes off and laid down on on the the couch. couch. Yeah. I don't know, man. That's crazy, though. And took a nap. That's fucking crazy. Also, what's interesting is, like, he was taking a nap. So, did she attack him while he was asleep? Had to. Uh, that's what I'm thinking, too, because... If he was away, do I don't think, think he would have done it if he was awake. Nah, not at all. I don't think she would have had the chance. That's definitely, right? like, a very vulnerable, like, situation for him Hell to be yeah. in. So, of course, she'd take advantage. Right. And, you know... I mean, yeah, it would be her moment because... Right. He's asleep. Yeah, and she would know that he would overpower him. I mm-hmm. mean, he's her father. Mm-hmm. And he's a grown man. She's a... I don't remember. I think she was like, what, 16? I think so. At the time? Yeah. I don't remember how old she was specifically. 
June 1893, Lizzie was arrested and tried for the murders of both her father and stepmom. This was, um, can we just note how this was like a year after? Yeah. That's so, fine. like, I wonder what she was doing in all that time. Yeah, what the hell? Also, on the note of it just, like, happening a year after and, like, where was Lizzie all this mm-hmm. time? I don't think we mentioned this before, but that day when the incidents occurred... Mm-hmm. Emma was actually visiting somebody out of town. And so that's why she wasn't at the house. And my thing is, if Emma wasn't visiting somebody that day, do you think she would have been a victim too? Oh, yeah. Or do you think that the crimes would have even happened? Hmm. Because then at that point, that's a lot of victims. Not a lot of victims. That's a lot of um, witnesses in the house. You've got the maid and your sister. Made your sister. If Lizzie did this. Right. I don't even think it would have happened. I don't either. Yeah, I don't think it would have happened. And if it would have, if anything, if Emma had anything to do with it or any part in it, I would say that, like, it would be more Emma and Lizzie ganging up on the stepmom. Yeah. And, like, leaving yeah, cause that's, alone. That's the way that Emma I, the way that I'm thinking about it is maybe they're, you know, still upset that their parents aren't together type thing. Yeah. And yeah. And this woman is just right. like trying to fulfill this role that right. can't be properly filled. You're not my mom. Yeah. You don't know me. Yeah. So, but then again, we also don't know. I mean, yeah, yeah sure. They argued, but like everybody argues that's family. Yeah. You just can't get away from that. So, yeah. I mean, we can't even use that as justification. Right. <laughs> but as the story goes, she was acquitted for them both due to circumstantial evidence. What was that circumstantial evidence, you might ask? It was definitely money. Mm -hmm. Her father was rich. And she knew that she would get a share of it, too. Exactly. And the opportunity. Yeah, she was the only person in the house to get a shareable amount of money if he were to die. Right, right. Also, the opportunity was there. Exactly. And because he was he in just, a vulnerable exactly. state, like just got home, got home from work, he's yeah. tired, taking a nap. So exactly. And lastly, she was the only person with a motive, which was leading back to their arguing, mm-hmm. financial situations. Right. So there was definitely some things leading up to this day. Exactly. But it's very circumstantial. Very circumstantial. Right. There's literally no proof. Like, and yeah, what, sure, this could add up, but. It's like it could add up, but you don't have an equal sign. You know, like. Exactly. That's crazy. Exactly. And also, like, even other cases that we've covered, like, say, for example, the LaSalle Street murders, where it was pretty damn obvious that, that, that their boss was probably. Literally had. Had, had their life insurance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But that's so circumstantial and you can't do anything with circumstantial evidence you have to have proof you have to have unreasonable doubt concrete proof yeah unreasonable doubt to correctly and justfully convict somebody of a Mm -hmm. crime otherwise Mm -hmm. they're not proven until or they're not innocent until proven guilty that's not a fair trial so that's where she lucked out at Exactly. I don't know if suing was a thing back then. Do you um, think so? Probably, but in a different sense. Yeah, probably. They, they, cause, they probably tweaked it over yeah, the years. Hell yeah. For sure. Following the trials, she was completely ostracized by the community of Fall River. Yeah. And this pretty much led to her just 
keeping to herself, like really staying in her own lane. Um, just a very sad, lonely, mm-hmm. quiet life after. Because, like, what do you? How do you? How do you come how back? Do you, from yeah, that? how do you go back to normal? Especially, after? I'm sure the community was small. Like, For sure, and they're possibly labeling her as like you know. Well, yeah, of course. The girl that yeah. Like, so like, yeah, how do you? How do you? Yeah, how do you? Yeah, and if she get back didn't to normal actually from do that? this, that is terrible. Oh, super. on all levels, fucking terrible. It's so fucked up. Even though she was shunned by her community, Lizzie lived out the rest of her days in Fall River until she died in 1927 at the age of 66. Yes, and she actually passed away from pneumonia. Oh, shit. Man. And I've had pneumonia before when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I was going to die from it, but it damn sure felt like it. And it was scary. I was I felt like I was in the hospital for months. Oof. I'm yeah. pretty sure I was in there for at least a month. But I asked my grandma if I was in there for months, and she was like, no, you weren't in there for months. And I'm like, well, grandma, it was a tough time in my life. <laughs> like, it really felt like it. So pneumonia is a yeah, very scary thing. Pneumonia and being is older, nothing too, to play with. Well, I guess being older or younger. Oh, yeah. It's no, very it's scary. nothing to play around with. Yeah, I remember vividly I was in the hospital for a very long time. And I was in, like, elementary school, and I remember that my class, because, you know, in elementary school, you got, like, one yeah, class. Yeah, for, for a while, actually, yeah. from, like, I want to say. Those were the days. Shit, <laughs> so fifth grade. To like, yeah, fifth grade. Because mm-hmm. um, middle school, that's when you start mm-hmm. getting, like, periods. Yeah. But, literally. But, um, but I remember vividly my class, like, bringing me, like, cars and you know get well soon cards mm-hmm. and like balloons and shit like just yeah. letting me know that they were thinking about me yeah i'm pretty sure like the teacher like forced them to Ooh. but <laughs> um just because it was a really scary time so damn that's a sad and bad way to go out it's what, pneumonia yeah. too like that's crazy painful if she really was innocent especially around that time too where medicine was yeah. not where it is today yeah and you were just like alone yeah that really sucks but um, in an article that we read, it did mention that she very much loved nature, animals, mm-hmm. um, and just things of that sort. And it really makes sense. I mean, what else did she have at that right. point? Especially if she didn't do this. I mean, she lost her dad, her mom, right. probably her sister. Oh, I wonder yeah. if her sister even wonder, shunned her. Yeah, her. yeah. The maid. Like, mm-hmm. everybody, everybody she knew. Just and yeah, gone. she was popular and well liked, but that was when she was in a good light. She was seen right. in a good light. Right. Now that she's seen as this monster, all that's gone. All that's out the window. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure if she were to commit this crime, she would know that. Right. Yeah. And if she were to commit this crime, she would know that and probably dip. Exactly. Not, I don't think not you would live stick there around. for the rest of yeah. her life. It, you know, and I feel like right. she probably lived there for the rest of the, her life to prove, like, hey. I know, you know what y'all are thinking, but it's like, not the truth, right. exactly. And, I, and this she, is my home too, and I'm gonna stay here. Yeah, no, I don't know, man. It's it's tough because like thinking like if she were to do this, it you're right. It doesn't make sense for her to just stay there. Yeah, I don't know at all. It's a very interesting case, and I definitely see why it's so popular, right. um, and just why it was so crazy. On top of the crazy, during her trial. Um, just because it was so well known around the town, everybody was in on this case. Like this was widespread. This was known. Like everybody was freaking out about this because this was just crazy, outlandish, mm-hmm. if you will. Because it's like this sweet and, innocent girl. Like, yeah, what do you mean she 
did this like that's just unthinkable right um but it was so crazy at the trial it was so packed in the courtroom that because there were so many famous reporters there were so many celebrities that literally just wanted to be there right just to say they were there right and they couldn't even fit everybody in the courtroom that's fucking insane that is super insane that's crazy like Damn, I haven't heard of that before. Like, nah, you know, like, exactly you don't hear about that in court now. <laughs> Hell no, that shit would not fly. I think the closest thing to that would be the O.J. Simpson deal. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. For sure. But the courtroom was not, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm like, sure it wasn't packed. Pack. But if anything, like, the outside was, but yeah. Yeah, yeah just like Ted Bundy. Or yeah, whatever. yeah, yeah. So, that's the ending of Lizzie Borden. Yeah, man, and honestly, I like I like the fact that we cover cases like this because it is definitely it's definitely a lot. And albeit this being a very famous case or whatnot, I'm glad that we still get the chance to shed light on it. Oh yeah, and not even just shed light on it because it is very well known, right. but giving a different perspective. Mm-hmm. And just throwing out a different thought process right. on a topic that's already well known is sometimes good. Exactly. Maybe sometimes bad, but right. I'm hoping yeah. that we're not doing any harm. Yeah, <laughs> that's think, never our goal. I don't so. think. I don't think we are. Yeah. You know, like I said, it's definitely a different perspective. So I wouldn't yeah. see it as a problem. So let's get into this wiggity wiggity wind down. The best part. Well, I don't know. I love the wind downs just because yeah. it gives us a chance to assess and analyze like everything we were or, like talked about in the episode. Mm-hmm. Gives us a chance to wrap it up and give our final thoughts. You know, right, right. So our first wind down is: How does this case make you feel? Um, honestly, it's sad. It's super sad. Um, not only did this girl like lose her family she lost her life like her whole life you know what i mean whether she did it or not like she still lost her life yeah and honestly i think it's even safe to say that even if she did this and didn't go to jail for it her consequences in the end were still pretty oh yeah yeah definitely you know Regardless of uh, you're still living a shitty yeah, life, whether yeah. it's behind bars or outside of them. Exactly, <laughs> it's still shitty. Super. Um, and you have to live with yourself. So yeah, even yourself, if she did your conscious, yeah, all that. But if she didn't do this, uh, fuck all those people. Oh, definitely. in that community, and uh, yeah, just fuck it all. Yeah, honestly, but I'm glad that she didn't like go. I mean, I'm glad that like. She was actually innocent until proven guilty. Like, yeah, yeah people didn't treat her innocently, right, like, right, obviously, yeah, yeah. in the community. No. But even though if they had, like, the circumstantial evidence that really had them hung on if she did this or not, I'm glad that they didn't actually throw her behind bars without Actually proof. doing the process and, yes, like, going through and giving proof. her a fair trial. Exactly. I'm glad that they still upheld that, especially with her being young mm-hmm. and a kid with no adults. Like, right. no... She had yeah. no guardian or anything. So, damn. You know. Yeah. <laughs> like, they really could have took advantage. Yeah, they really could have, uh, yeah. But they didn't. Which is great. And that shows. Yeah, and that's exactly. good. Question number two. Do you think Lizzie should have been acquitted? I think yes. I, I can agree. And acquitted means she was tried for it. 
Mm-hmm. They thought that she was the one that did it, right. which she was acquitted. Yeah. You know, this is exactly what happened. Right. Um, and I think that this is what should have happened. Right. Like we just had this conversation about mm-hmm. before is she still lived a crappy life. Yeah, right? I would I would definitely agree that even. Yeah, definitely. She was tried because for it. There's it was a fair no trial. Definite answer. Right. No definite answer. So there's no definite consequence. Exactly. But subconsciously, if you know, but if she did do that shit, she dealt. She dealt with it. Like she had to deal but with. But also, it. like, I could also see it in, in the hands of like, if she did do this though, she kind of got away scot free. Right. But, who but knows? did she really though? <laughs> oh no, not at all. Because you're like, consci- did she really get away scot free though? No. Just think if about. If she it. did this. No. I would, I, at least I don't think so. Just with all the emotional distress and trauma. Exactly. And that's enough, like, stress in its own is enough to kill you. But, yeah. like, emotional stress on top of, like... And being shunned and yeah. losing everything. And I don't, I don't know if she ever got the money. I right. would think so, because she never went to jail. Right. But, um, if she did, that's nice, too. But also, like, does it matter? Yeah. Fuck the money. Like, exactly. I wouldn't even think it matters. You lost everything you had. Family. Exactly. Support, like, money don't matter. Family, support, friends, you know. Everything. Everything, yeah. Your reputation. Done. Everything. Like, completely done Your for. future. Done. But if she got that money, I mean, she don't got to work or nothing. So true, true, She didn't have to worry about that. True, true. So, the last question is, why do you believe the community shunned Lizzie? I believe it was their way of punishing her. Um, I agree. Because even if she didn't do this, the fact that her name is associated with it and the fact that, like, her father being a rich guy or whatever, um, that honestly took a lot of money out of other people's pockets, one. And two, like, what the fuck happened, Lizzie? That's yeah. that's how that's probably how they were thinking. Like, what really happened? Yeah, honestly. So then, but like, was... why did they not treat yeah. the maid like this? Yeah, I don't know. You it's know? weird. Like, I there don't were know. two people, and the right. maid was obviously grown. But I, right. but I also get there wasn't really any circumstantial evidence against the maid besides the unidentified parcel, parcel right. or the unexamined parcel. Mm-hmm. But also, like, what if it was full of cleaning supplies? She's a maid. Exactly. What what else she gonna bring to clean? She probably got some sponges and some yeah. solutions in there. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Yeah, I believe that the community shunned her just because of society and the influence that it has on its members. Because honestly, it doesn't matter how nice you have been to people. The minute, like the, the absolute second, the second you fuck up, yeah, that's all you're known for. Yeah, no coming back from that. Yeah, that's it. Do you think, let's just throw this in here, just for an example. <laughs> Chris Brown. Ooh, yeah. I already know where you're going. Don't even, you don't even got to say no more. Yeah, we know the situation. Yeah. Um, If this would have never happened, what is there to bring up? Nobody, everybody would love Chris Brown to exactly. this day. Exactly. Still. Exactly. But because this incident has occurred or these mm-hmm. incidents have occurred. Mm-hmm. People are looking at Chris Brown in a different way, and they'll never look at him the same. Right. Even though he's still the same person that right. just fucked up. Whatever happens, however good he does, people always, whatever, like they always I mean, yes. seem to bring up the situation. But like, how can you like, not though? Yeah, no. Honestly, how can like, you not? But, that is still your true character. Yeah. Regardless, yeah, exactly. sure, your true character could be these good things, exactly. but it's also this bad thing. Exactly. Um. So, it's the same thing with Lizzie. 
Like, yeah. regardless. But it's different with Lizzie because there's no proof. Right. With Chris Brown, there's they proof. proof. Exactly. A lot there's of proof. It. Yeah. <laughs> um, there ain't no denying that proof. Right. But, yeah, definitely think the community shunned her because society has... You know, it's impression on its members. Definitely. And this stands true even back in the 1800s. Oh, yeah. I don't think this shit just started oh, when social even media more came so about. back then. Even more yeah, so. Exactly, because cause it's all word of mouth talk. Yeah, hearsay is Hell yeah. a motherfucker. And they definitely believed their ideals and customs yeah. to the T back mm-hmm. then. Like, there was no... I don't know. I don't know what customs would have been back then. But it just would have been different. Right. Like nowadays, we have the freedom, and it's socially acceptable to take your own path, believe mm-hmm. what you want to believe, do mm-hmm. what you want to do, live how you want to live. Shit, if you but back then, if you it wasn't, wasn't following like that. that consensus, nigga, you gotta go. Right. Like, right. Exactly. what do you mean you want to be different? That ain't what. Yeah, we that's do not here. a thing. No. Yeah. Um. So I definitely think that's what played a big part in it, and just the media. I'm definitely. sure those famous reporters were spinning oh, their yeah. stories. Hell so yeah. hell yeah, definitely. Um. Okay, any final thoughts? Like, anything else that you want to say or anything mm. that stuck out to you? But no, I don't have anything extra. Okay. And guys, that's been Lizzie Borden. But we're going to leave you with some kind words just to lighten the mood a bit. Um, My kind words would be, do what you want, man. Do what you want. Shit is crazy. Life is hard, man. Just do what the fuck you want. Hell yeah. <laughs> and I feel like sometimes our kind words might feel a little unhinged. But to be real with y'all, our kind words come straight off the dome as we record. Oh, yeah. And I love that. that I love that we do our kind words and it's truly like how we're feeling and what we just feel like would bring some positivity into you guys' life. Um, definitely. In whatever definitely. way it can. Mm-hmm. So with that being said, my kind words are going to be love yours. Yeah. Said best by J. Cole himself. Go listen to the song if you ain't heard it. <laughs> listen to the album, Nick. Right, I swear. <laughs> um, listen to the catalog. Exactly, the whole catalog. <laughs> right. So, yeah, definitely love yours. And not just pertaining to family, but pertaining to friends, pertaining to neighbors, pertaining to strangers, pertaining to the world just Shit. the human race love yourself love yours and that hey, love yourself man yes at the because top of the pyramid don't, know, don't nobody fuck with you you fuck with you and that's all that yes. matters <laughs> see i had to put a spin on it because we always say love yourself that's that's true, apparent true. you know how to love yourself i mean, I mean some people don't <laughs> you can't love nobody else if you ain't loving yourself at least. i swear to god come on, come on now guys um so yeah definitely love yours and that means the people around you and the people that aren't around you For sure um people are going through it hard out here everybody is Super. and if you're one of those people that's going through it hard you're not alone so exactly. yeah just love yours everybody we need more positivity in the world and I'm not fake toxic positivity I'm that's not what we're talking you. about get off that fucking bandwagon <laughs> and be a real person bro yeah <laughs> have your own fucking opinions step I up the you'll matrix love it. for once literally it, it's really nice and refreshing um so yeah that's it yeah. This short stuff episode might be a couple minutes longer than the usual 35 and under. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we it's here. okay. I'm telling you. Because <laughs> y'all love us and we love y'all. Yeah, y'all should just be happy that, you know, we're doing a double upload this week. Exactly. Okay? And while you're listening, be sure to like, comment, subscribe. Tell your friends. Tell your mom's friends. Tell, tell your, your fucking hamster. neighbor's dog. I don't know. Just 
get the word out there that DTM is the best podcast around, and we're gonna. And twenty two is our is our year. <laughs> we got this shit in the bag, bro. We got this shit in the bag, and we securing. Ain't nobody doing it like DTM. Nobody. Tell everybody. Tell somebody, everybody, <laughs> anybody. <laughs> well, stay light, stay bright, and stay positive. Keep I've... loving, keep watching, keep supporting. And I've been your host, Sam. And I've been your host, DJ. Catch us next week on a new episode of Deeper, Deeper Than, Than Most. Most.